Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass Carson Wentz and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Willis' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> we don't need a name. I hope that you all saved room for your second helping of the NFC East Feast this week. I encourage all of you to go to listen to George and I's special edition showdown that we did where we just covered the Washington football team versus the Dallas Cowboys game. George is, of course, um, busy with his pizza career. Shout out to Good Days. Uh, so I got the boys with me again. Jay Luds Deli, thank you so much for hopping on part two of this East Feast. And he's want to give out, I know this is an NFC East Feast uh, podcast, but tonight's a big game for me. We got the Steelers versus the uh, going against the Vikings tonight. So I'm pretty course. pumped about that, dude. Well, so this I'm is ready to roll, dude. a little bit of a, we'll call it a football companion too. We're about 20 minutes away from kickoff. So during oh. the podcast, whenever we see something exciting going on in Pittsburgh and Minnesota, we will definitely have to shout that out. As I said earlier, though, this is a primetime game. Somebody just yep. died in downtown St. Pete. Ignore <laughs> the sirens. Yeah. Uh, but when, when the sun goes down, Kirk Cousins also goes down. So I got the Steelers <laughs> yeah. tonight. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, I think yeah, Detroit, man, Detroit got their first win last week against the Vikings. Am I correct? Yes. Well, we tied them, so I'm not. I'm not going by that game. <laughs> so this is the this is the, the bowl game of the only two teams in the NFL that can't beat Detroit. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, is what you're right. Talking. Yeah. It's crazy, and it's crazy that they that uh, we still got even they they, they kind of do too, but we still got a chance to get into the playoffs, dude. So and if Baltimore implodes, I know I'm going big. What if here we can even win this division if somehow we can catch win and Baltimore implodes? So we'll see. Well, in we'll Mike Tomlin, there. I trust. And you know who? Yeah. Else I trust interim coach Dan Quinn, who is now one and oh. How about them cowboys? Shout out to Coach Quinn. We're gonna rewind to last Thursday night where the Dallas Cowboys got back on track. They went into the big easy and they got a nice victory, a 27 to 17 victory in the Louisiana Superdome. And I want to shout out my defense, guys. We bounced back off a very rough um Thanksgiving game, excuse me, with four interceptions. Um, of course, Trayvon Diggs is back to his old tricks. Got his lead leading ninth interception of the season. J. Ron Curse, I've been shouting him out for weeks, continues to ball out from the safety position. Got an interception. Demonte KZ. And we got to shout out the big man. Whenever there's a big man touchdown, Carlos Watkins with a pick six. So very exciting to see my Cowboys defense playing well. Micah Parsons added another sack to his repertoire. I just posted this stat. Guys, I'm going to um, say a rhetorical question here. You probably know the answer. Who in the NFL, out of everyone, not just rookies, has the highest pass rush grade? Micah fucking Parsons. I, I, I believe Miles Garrett is second and Aaron Donald is third. It's just crazy, man. I was listening to Greg Cosell. Ludge knows how, how much of a trusted NFL voice Greg Cosell is earlier on The Herd with Colin Cowherd, and he said it too. He said, Micah Parsons is the most dangerous edge rusher in the NFL, period. And that, I mean, so it's not just me being a homer. Micah Parsons is absolutely balling. And it was good to see the defense get some turnovers. I don't want to brag too much, though. If you guys saw, Taysom Hill broke his finger in this game, and he was playing with a splint. And Taysom isn't really an elite thrower of the football anyways. So when you have a subpar arm talent at quarterback playing with nine fingers, it's, it's not that impressive to get the four interceptions. But hey, I'm just happy we went on the road and got a much-needed victory. How, do, how about you guys? What do you think of this game? Uh, I think if Taysom, yeah, yeah, I think if Taysom Hill didn't hurt his finger, I might have won that spread. I think that game would have been definitely a little closer. 
but yeah, he, you guys got I four agree. turnovers. Cowboys defense played well. Uh, <laughs> stop what? Stop. That was the only game that kept hey, Luds from a perfect Lutz, week. Well, Luds likes honest, the Saints. He thinks the Saints are a good team. To bro. be honest, not a good team. <laughs> when Taysom Hill's finger did get hurt, he ran the ball all over Dallas. Every play, it's almost like they couldn't read it. Every he play, had a hundred yards. He had hundred one hundred one yards rushing. Yeah, because I mean, they knew he couldn't pass the ball. They're like, dude, run it. You're not gonna get in the end zone. That's what I'm saying. I think the, the, the game would have been closer. <laughs> Certainly went to a prevent. Defense. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he couldn't. He couldn't throw it to the end zone. Yeah, I mean, he's at the 15, 18 yard line. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't even make it there. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys defense did play well. Give him credit. Four turnovers. Uh, they won. They had to go in there and win. Big win. Uh, they needed that game with Washington actually gaining some ground on their tail. Big game this week. Right. B has been referring to. Uh, yeah, man, it's, I'm excited for Dallas. This is this is fun. This is what makes the East fun. You you got teams that are creeping, yes. and Dallas loses a couple. Washington wins a couple. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. So, Deli, what did you think of the game? I thought Dallas went out, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do with a banged-up, Saints team, they dominated them just like I thought they were going to do. You know that game should have been way more out of hand than it was. Lock of the week. Dak was struggling for a little bit. He was, yeah, dude. Yeah, he, he put a lock, lock on of it. the week. That's right. And Dak was struggling. You could tell Dak was struggling a little he bit. Was. You know he was getting frustrated. But that defense, man, that defense was just coming at Hill, dude. Just like, and Hill, and they knew. Like I said, like they knew. Yeah, the Hill's going to run the ball. I saw something on um this this uh, one of the analysts said that like. It was like watching. It was like playing when you're in high school, playing with Vic on Madden 04, just because you know he's going to run it every single time. I like that analogy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. But I was like, I was like, dude, and, and they were right. You know, I mean, I feel like if Kamara was there, this game would have been different. This Correct. game would probably, I think this game would have been, would, would have been closer. I think then their game plan as far as defense would definitely have been totally different. Um, but they did what they were supposed to do, man. I mean, Saints are struggling. Saints are injured. Saints, you know, they, they, they just aren't, you know, they can't, they're, they're their quarterback, you know, they just can't get this. They can't, they can't get the quarterback. quarterback right, man. No, I mean, man. Jameis was playing get... okay when he was in there. Trevor yeah. Simeon really blew his load the couple games that he was in there. And uh, Taysom Hill, I mean, he's, he's, uh, you know, I Taysom, mean, and... Taysom kind of reminds me of uh, a white chocolate version of Cam Newton. Cause like he's not yeah. an elusive runner like, like a Lamar Jackson. He's a big physical runner, but he struggles with arm accuracy, like kind of like I think Cam does. This just just takes to my point where like athleticism, bro. Just because because oh, you guys can't say he's not athletic. Very he's athletic, yeah. very athletic. But just because you're athletic doesn't mean you're a good quarterback. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just it. I don't know. I and and, and with, with the finger with the finger part, bro. Like he's just he, like he's just not a he's just not a, a quarterback. Kind of like look at Joe Burrow. His he, he he dislocated his finger. It was he was screaming and he came yep. out and he came back and he was you know Slinging. even though they got blown out at the end, but that game was tight for a little bit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know so so I mean I just the Saints just. You know the the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do, and I was excited to see them. And you know we'll talk about what's going to go on this week, you know, in a little bit. But yeah, do you know who did who they were supposed to do, man? Um, Zeke is obviously playing injured. I'm hoping um, they had the Thursday night game, so they have like a, they got like a little mini bye week. I'm hoping the extra rest heals up his knee. But Tony Pollard, how yeah. fast is Tony Pollard on that so f- on that 58 yard touchdown run? He took off. He's and then that the DB bro DB gave up. cut him off, bro. Gave up, he just bro. He yep. burned him, dude. Yeah. He just yeah. Yo, Tony who, Pollard. Who, who was that? He burned. Oh, that that. Yeah. That is yeah. uh, his name is Marcus Williams. You guys remember may remember Marcus Williams um, when Stefan Diggs had the Minneapolis miracle. You remember that Ooh. Marcus was Williams corner? was the safety who whipped. Oh, yeah, he yeah. whipped on the step. He gave Stefan Diggs when he whipped. So he he's been known to take a bad angle or two, and he certainly underestimated the speed of my boy uh, TP Tony Playmaker. But I do got some bad news on that, guys. This just dropped a few hours ago. Tony Power told reporters that he tore the left plantar fascia on his 58-yard touchdown run. So he, um, it's it's not something that is going to keep what him out. What is that? I don't even um, know what that is. It's 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 foot. the art the, the muscle foot. The arch of your foot. Bad for running back, That's bro. Obviously, a running back. Yeah. Bad, very yeah, bad yeah. injury. Um, so he's questionable. So it it it's it's not bad enough where he's going to miss any time. Um, it sounds like he's actually going to suit up on Sunday. But now we have. Really? 
two banged up running backs. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, didn't that's they just concern. go out and get somebody? I might be talking out my butt here. But didn't they just Delhi, look at you. Yeah, they yeah. just. Delhi's got the Delhi's Adam Schefter over here. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they signed a, a, a name you guys may recognize, um, Ido Ido Smith. Smith, he, right? Yeah. He was a he was From a running back on the Falcons last year. Yep, they signed yes, two sir. people. Didn't, 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 didn't they go and get two people? They also the they I I believe they just signed Ido. They already had Corey Clement, who has been okay. on the, e- the Eagles the past couple years. So yeah. obviously Ido Smith and Corey Clement are not Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, but our offensive line is playing pretty good right now. So I'm hoping that we can still have some kind of a sustainable running game. We'll talk about the game coming up in a little bit, but the Washington front four, especially those hog mollies they got a defensive tackle, are going to present a real problem for a running back core that is banged up at best. So What is, yeah. uh, we, what we is a hog molly? A hog molly? I mean, that's. I, I'm gonna, I'll bring up an urban dictionary on that, but when I think of a hog molly, I just think of... <laughs> Just that sounds just like a, something on a Saturday night. Too. <laughs> those hog molly defensive linemen. So I'm like, wait a minute, what's hog molly? <laughs> a hog molly is just a. It's 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 just a a, a big man to me. It's just a, a hog molly. I don't even know where I got that from. Not even like, that. Where, what is that? <laughs> a hog molly, I say, is anyone who wear, weighs over 320 pounds and can just throw human beings at will. That's that. Yeah. That's the will. That's what we'll say. Is a, a hog molly. That's 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 everybody's word of the day. That's yep. great. Love that's it. two words of the day in one week. We got that's pretty good. Our podcast. That's that's pretty. It's pretty good, dude. That's very impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um. You guys got anything else on this game? Uh. The Saints couldn't really run the ball. Dak Prescott didn't look. That was a little concerning. It was he was average at best in this game. Dak Prescott. Uh, CD Lamb was balling. Luz, you said it before. Yeah. Dak Prescott Go took ahead. some hits, man. He took a few licks too. Yeah. He got hit hard a few yes. times, but I mean, he's the tough. Saints, the Saints' tough, D line is pretty serious, bro. Cameron, Cameron Jordan's what, a monster. Yeah, when George was talking about who's tougher, bro, get out of here, bro. Dak's a tough son of a Dak guy. is a tough hit, hit, man. He's a very emotion, I mean, mentally and physically tough, bro. There ain't, you don't get tougher than him as far, especially like men, mentally tougher, bro. Yeah. He's he's just a he's just a he's just a tough dude. So he can take those hits, you know. So you know. You could you tell um, Amari Cooper was coming back off of COVID. Uh, he yeah. wasn't right. His wind was not there yet. He had one deep 40-yard catch, but then came right off the field. He was constantly um, get going to, uh, in and out of the huddle. So hopefully he gets his uh, his full lung capacity back this week. But C.D. Lamb was balling. He had seven catches uh, for 89 yards. He also had a 30-yard run. And I don't know if you guys saw it. It was like in the first quarter he took uh, a screen pass. He broke Malcolm Jenkins' legs. Like, dude, it was disgusting. Like it was cold, ice cold blooded, bro. Like it was so. CD is 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 playing very well, and I'm happy about that. So he's good. A, a good win for the Cowboys. We're we're very good win for the Cowboys. Eight and four. Yeah. We're two games up on Washington. Of course, we play them this week, and we will talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But we got to talk about something that wasn't so good in the NFC East, and that was the New York Football Giants, who uh, went down to South Beach. And they got burnt. Uh, they did not bring their sunscreen because uh, Daniel Jones was out in this game with a neck injury. And Mike Glennon uh, did what Mike Glennon does. He was 23 for 45, 180 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. And he actually got a concussion in this game. Um so they signed Jake Fromm off their practice squad. If you guys remember Jake Fromm, he was the quarterback for Georgia a couple of years back. So Jake Fromm oh, may God. actually be starting this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, they, they had no semblance of an offense whatsoever. Uh, they had three Graham Gano field goals. That was their in, entire offense in the day. In Miami, actually, uh, Tua Tagovailoa had the highest QBR in the league last week. What's he was that? pretty efficient, 30 for 40, 244 yards. Yeah, he... Uh, He's been playing well. I, I think. I mean, by, by no means do I think all of a sudden uh, Tua is a baller. But this is the best stretch of his career. Is he? He's is he not throwing any? picks, bro. I, I don't think he's throwing a pick all in November. I think. I think. I, wow. I don't, if I'm a, yeah. I think. Is or maybe Miami's, one. He might only have one. I don't know. But he's. Is he Miami's quarterback next year? Franchise. Yeah. Is he their guy? Uh, I. I'm gonna say yes because now they're six and. I don't think. But they're, they're six on. and seven lunch. Here's here's my argument. I don't think they're sold on him either, but. I think that they are going to. They're hot right now. They've won four in a row. Yeah. I think they 
are good enough where they're not going to have a top draft pick. And this is kind of a weak quarterback year, too. So I could yeah. see them. If, if somebody falls, like the kid, there's a kid on Pittsburgh who's a Heisman finalist, Kenny Pickett, Sam yeah. Howell from North Carolina. There's a couple decent quarterbacks. So maybe if Miami's picking an 18, 19, 20 range, and one of those guys slips, I could see them making a move. But I think two is playing well enough where he holds on to the job. I think Tua gets he's, traded. He's, he's like another Bridgewater, bro. Bridgewater is a good him. quarterback to have there until you find somebody, bro. You know I think they I mean? let him play it out. The same. I think two is the same thing. I think they let him play it out, play well, you know, get his uh, trade stock up mm-hmm. a little bit. And I think they end up pulling the trigger in the offseason on your boy Deep Tissue. I think oh, maybe two. Uh, Watson, that's a good call. Yeah, I didn't I'm think telling about you. that. They've been trying to go after deep, him all deep. season a little bit. I've been hearing rumors, Miami, Miami, oh, no, Miami. man. I don't know. That's a big risk to take, though, with all this pending investigation. We'll, we'll see what happens. And, you know, yeah, I feel like the NFL just has – they have to lay down – like Goodell just just has to suspend them just so a team, whether it be Miami, whether it be you know maybe even the Giants, you never know. Whoever whoever goes after Deshaun, they have to know what they're, what kind of stock they're buying. Like Is it, am, yeah, I gonna, I, am I going to trade ha- half of my, my draft picks for the next decade and he's going to be out for a season or is he going to be yeah. out for three games? So like I, it, you know, uh, we need to know. Is it bad to say that I think Houston should have just played him this year? He's not suspended. Yeah, why not? Why didn't Houston yeah, just play they, him? They should have just played him. Why didn't they just play him? I, yeah, there's that's a whole, there's that's a whole different conversation. On. You know why, and it's a whole different conversation for a whole different podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think there's a podcast called um, The Mouth of the AFC South, and you guys can go uh, check that out if you, if you want to get your, your Houston yeah. Texans. Up. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> but back to this game, um, I, I shouted out um, when we were doing the preview of this game last week, Jalen Waddle, the rookie from Alabama, continued his excellent rookie campaign, nine catches for 90 yards. This was Devontae Parker's first game back off injury. Ludge, shout out to you and Bob. You played him in fantasy, and he did decent. I know he had like five or six catches for 60 yards. So good to see Devontae Parker back on the field. Saquon Barkley, I mean, they didn't run the ball much. He had 11 carries for 55 yards, so he's averaging like five a pop. But he just, they can't get him going. Saquon is one of those guys where you've got to feed him 20 to 25 times. And in the, he's going to have those two, three-yard runs. But he will pop off for that 70-yarder. But they can't seem to feed him the workload that is sufficient for him to break that deep run. And I feel bad for him, man. Saquon, uh, you know, he was so good his rookie year. Coming out of Penn State, he was one of the best college running backs I've ever seen. I just don't think we're ever going to see him live up to that potential, unfortunately. No, No, I agree. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and it's not, you know, it's hard to keep – you know your run game going when you got you know Glennon as your quarterback, bro. Yes. You know what I mean. So it's it's just it's just tough on him. It's just draft, tough. Draft, well, I'll tell you what, man. Miami, Miami, Miami's a tough team. I knew they'd be very tough. tough. They're a tough team, man. And that and Waddle is coming to be one of the best Monster. receivers. He's 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 so good, you know. And great and, route runner, very fast. Great route runner. I'm Tua. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Tua because Tua is like I said. He's just a, until they get someone who they know is gonna be better. You know, Tua is such a great quarterback to have until you figure out what your team's gonna do because Tua can win games. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I they'll be safe with him. You know, they'll play safe with Tua. You know, and they'll they'll keep it. You know, game. But if they're winning games, they're not gonna get rid of him, bro. Your comparison to Teddy Bridgewater was spot on, dude. I think he yeah. could definitely be that. He's like a yeah. Garoppolo. Their draft class me. last year was amazing. Yeah, he's like a Garoppolo huh. from the left side That's, to me. That's not bad too. I love Jimmy soft. G, bro. Yeah, He's little a little Jimmy mobile G. can throw Jimmy it. Jimmy G is you know? handsome. Yeah, <laughs> isn't he yeah. dating a porn star? No, I think Miami's gonna be. You know, they're gonna be a tough team for teams that are trying to get into the playoffs that are playing them. They're gonna be a tough team to get through, man. You know, so absolutely. You know, for um, the rest of before the before we move on from this game, I want to shout out the Dolphins uh, front office. We already talked about Jalen Waddle. Their other first round draft pick last year was Jalen Phillips. Um, a defensive end from the University of Miami. Shout out to the U. I don't know if you guys saw, the U got a new football coach this week, Mario Cristobal, uh, the coach from Oregon. That is going to be a program changer. So watch out for – yeah, they paid. So watch out for my canes. But uh, I digress back to uh, the Dolphins. Jalen Phillips had two sacks. He is second behind Micah Parsons uh, for rookies and sacks. And second place behind Micah Parsons pretty much means you would be the best rookie in any other draft class. So – Miami's front office, along with Coach Brian Flores. I'm a big fan of that. So I think Miami's future is bright, and they are hot. So I would not want to play the Dolphins right now. Defense. Another team who, uh, yes, who is yeah. pretty hot is the NFL team with the best rushing offense 
and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Guys, they pounded the rock again. They didn't, weren't facing, uh, should we say, the stiffest competition with uh, the New York Jets. Um, but, you know, give them credit. Another 185 yards rushing from Philadelphia. Miles Sanders, I talked about he had an injured ankle. Well, his ankle wasn't that injured, boys. 120 yards rushing, adding in another 22 yards receiving. The rookie, Kenneth Gainwell, also had 54 yards rushing. Jalen Hurts had zero yards rushing because he didn't play. Let's shout out my NFC East hero, not hero of the week, hero of the season, Gardner Minshew. Yes, this sir. guy has Napoleon Dynamite Uncle Rico energy, bro. You guys, he comes in with a bomber jacket. He's got a fucking mustache. Like, to see the scene after the game where he was getting emotional with his father, like, they were just so pumped up, man. I mean, the guy found out he was starting at, like, I believe, like, 1130. He had, like, an hour and a half to prepare. Yeah. The dude comes out 20 for 25 249 yards. He had a quarterback rating of 134. It was the best in the league. So, I mean, like, the, the, I, I love that kid. I remember him at Washington State. It seems like everyone in Washington State, they play in that Mike Leach pop gun offense. Everyone puts up big numbers, so that's why he wasn't drafted very high. But, man, I, I was so happy for Gardner Minshew. Clearly, I'm not a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but I am a fan of Gardner Minshew, and I was really, really happy to, uh, to see a hell of a game out of him. How about you guys? Yeah, it was it was exciting, man. It was exciting to see him. You know, he's he's like the Jeremy Lin of uh, the NFL. You know, like that. everybody yeah. root, everybody roots for the guy. Uh, <clears throat> he's exciting. It, it was cool to see the Eagles win that game, man. It's keeping the East interesting. It's uh, I you know I I haven't watched these games in full like you have, B, but you know I. I see the highlights. I see most of the game, and it's it's yeah. it's fun, man. It's fun. That uh, Delhi, what do you have to say on this game? It is. Oh, and I do want to make Dude, a, a point. You, I'm sorry. I do want to make a point. I do like how no, Sirianni go ahead, go ahead. is continuing to run the football. Um, I think and he's identity. figured it out. He's figured it out. It's the NFL, man. You got to be able to run the rock. Uh, so it's impressive. Uh, f- Still, uh, I think we can answer that question this week that I asked last week. I think Philly's definitely better than the New York Giants. Um, <laughs> yes, the question yeah. has been answered. Yeah, I think uh, for sure. But you know, it's it's fun, man. It's fun to like Dilly, you what said. You got? Go ahead, Dilly. <clears throat> no, I was just gonna say, bro, that um, you know this game was you know wasn't the Philly came out and crushed them at the end there, but this game was, you know, Jets came good. out swinging. Jets, Jets, scored the first, Jets scored the first three possessions they had. They they, they scored. They yeah. haven't done that in forever. And what, what I liked about Garner is that he didn't that he didn't get down about it, bro. You see these backup quarterbacks, you know, the Jets were firing, bro. Like, yes. like Philly's defense cannot stop the Jets, which is a problem for Philly, you know. But you cannot stop the Jets, bro. And Gardner did not slow him down, dude. He came out. They they obviously they they ran the bar. I think what Sanders had like 120 yards or something like yes. that. Correct. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, he would you know, but Gardner came out and he did his thing, dude. You know, he kept Philly in that in, in that game and I don't know if you know. I don't. I don't know if you should start him over Jalen, but I, now he says he doesn't want to be second string. He's going for that starting quarterback position. I believe yeah. Sirianni came out and said that Jalen will have the starting job. They, the, the Eagles are in a bye week, of course, so we're not going to talk about them after this. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if if when Jalen comes back next week, if yeah. he struggles. You know those Eagles fans do. The Boo Birds might come out and they might start screaming for the mustache. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're not scoring, you know, and 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 if their if their defense and if their if their defense can't you know keep these teams on lock, like because you got the Jets scoring the first three drives, bro, you know you gotta you gotta do something. Mustache I, mania, obviously, baby. whatever they did. Mustache, mustache mania, mania. let's go Minshew mania. I mean, Philly, Jets scored baby. eighteen points. I mean, I think in their first three, I don't think they scored eighteen points all game. Most games, dude. You know what I mean? So, no, Philly, Paul Dilly, um, Zach yeah. Wilson. This was his first game back off an of injury for yeah. the Jets. Um, and Zach Wilson has had a dreadful rookie campaign. It's not all his fault, but no, um, no. I, I was happy just for Zach, just to yeah. see him move the offense. As you said, they scored in their first three drives. But unfortunately for them, the Philadelphia Eagles scored on their first seven possessions. So this was yeah, yeah, um, not, not a yeah. whole lot of defense in this game. No, 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 not a whole lot of defense. And that's what, and that's what you know. That's why Jets are you know. That's that's why Philly will always be dangerous because their offense is so strong. You know, correct. But, I feel like that this was a must win, like I said last week. Now they're still in the hunt, even though Dallas is, you know, what they do this week is what they're going to pull away or not. Right. 
as as you know the games start winding down. But you know they're they're still they're still there. So is that you know and 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 you know if they can get their defense you know unlocked, they they're gonna be they're, they're gonna right be there until they're gonna be there till the end. They will so. fight for a wild card. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like the point you made about those That's fans, man. Those fans are ruthless. Like look what happened with Wentz and yeah, uh, Nick they Foles. are ruthless. And Nick Foles comes in, plays well, and the fans boo and Wentz the whole next season. And then there's you statues got, of fools everywhere. Say hurts like you guys <laughs> said. Say hurts comes back, doesn't play well. You know those Philly fans are gonna turn on him like that, dude. And you don't want to get on Philly's bad side because yeah. those fans are the worst in the league. I always say it. They are. They are. Yeah, they are. No, but that's Min- why they're fans. That's the, they're finesse. Everyone forgets fan is short for fanatic because we are crazy yeah. people. Um, yeah. Ert, um, excuse me, not Hurts. Uh, Minshew showed instant chemistry too. He had um, yeah. Dallas Dallas Goddard had 100 yards and two touchdowns. You know, they're they're big tight ends. So like, so it was really seamless for him to get in there. Um, I shouted out Jalen Phillips and Jalen Waddle for um, Miami. I want to shout out another rookie for the Jets, uh, Elijah Moore. He is a rookie wide receiver. Um, they drafted yep. out of Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Elijah Moore's been playing very well lately. He had 77 yards and a touchdown in this game. He's sneakily been one of the better fantasy receivers like the past month or so of the season. So I don't know if, if anybody out there, if somehow Elijah Moore is sitting on the waiver wire in your league, scoop this guy up. Because although you might think all Jets players suck, this kid is electric. And eventually, if him and Zach Wilson get on the same page, uh, the Jets are going to have a nice little combo there. I'd be surprised if yep. he was available in any leagues. To be honest with you, man. Yeah, he's, That's what I he's said, been good. But at this point, he's probably not. But you never know. You never know. It's worth it's worth checking the wire. He's been good. Um, I want to finish up our our week uh, thirteen recap with our boy GVR George. We love you. Of course, we miss you. I know you're out there slinging pies, and I was happy that we were able to talk on Monday. But the Washington win streak continues. The football team with a gritty seventeen to fifteen. Last-minute victory because of a Brian Johnson field goal. Their one, two, three, fourth kicker of the year. They went through Dustin Hopkins. They went through Blewett. They went through Joey Sly, who's injured. And now they've got Brian Johnson, who's got ice in his veins, guys. With under a minute left, the kid comes into the game and kicks a 48-yard field goal. I mean, this not a, not a pretty game here. Uh, Heineke was efficient. Uh, he threw an interception in the fourth quarter, which I called him out on, but George had his back and did tell me that um, the defensive player, as he threw the football, hit his arm. So it wasn't as bad of a throw as I thought. But again, I like the Washington football team running the running the football. Um, J.D. McKissick was injured in this game, but again, Antonio Gibson, 23 carries for 88 yards. So they're not blowing anybody out of the water with the running, but they're staying consistent to it. And if you guys didn't hear the podcast, me and George did, the leading rusher in all of the NFC is Antonio Gibson with 800 yards rushing. So if, with, with a healthy J.D. McKissick, this Washington football running game, along with Taylor Heineke playing increasingly better during this win streak, and the defense, it's crazy, they were playing like shit with Chase Young, and all of a sudden Chase Young gets hurt. Um, Greg Cosell, guys, told me this. I'm not that smart. But starting with their win against the Bucks a month ago, the football team switched almost entirely from cover one, which is man coverage, and now they run almost entirely a zone defense, and that has done miracles for them. They also run a three-safety look with Bobby McCain, Cam Curl, and use Landon Collins as sort of a hybrid safety linebacker, and that's done wonders for them. So this is a tough win. Um, the Raiders are, are a up-and-down team, but they went on the road, and they got a much-needed win. My hat's off to the football team. How about you, boys? Go ahead, Daly. You want me to go? Yeah. yeah. All right, dude. I'll let you go first this time. Here's you going. Up. Yeah, right. yeah. I went first. What a gentleman. I gotta, gentleman. I gotta apologize to both you guys. I took, I took, I took the Raiders in this game, but um, you know the Washington. Oh, you don't, you don't have to apologize, doing, man. They've been. That wasn't a bad pick. You know, I know it's. It, you, like I, you said, it is hard know, to win it's four. Like, it's hard to win four straight games in the NFL. It is hard to win four, but, but the way they're playing hard. football, dude, like like Haneke, like Haneke's not playing lights out, but he's doing enough to win. He's doing enough to play safe, to do these dumb passes, to do this. And if Gibson just Gibson just keeps on killing it, bro. Yes. They just keep on, he just keeps on running the ball, which gives Haneke, he doesn't need to take any any risk or do anything crazy when you can run the ball with Gibson and all that. You know, he can play it safe, you yes. know? So, like, these third and threes they get and these third and twos, they're dangerous because 
is they can either you know they either gonna dump it or they can give it to Gibson and he you know they just don't know what he, they're gonna do so they're 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 playing lights out they're keeping the flags to a minimal and you know and I think that they're gonna be um they're gonna Tough be trouble out, for man. Dallas you know they're gonna be you know they're they're gonna be in Dallas's faces so we'll talk about that here in a little bit but. You know, the Raiders, you know, I, I just, you know, they're just not consistent. Like you said, that whole division over there is not consistent with the Broncos and the Chargers and, you know, the Chiefs. They're no, all that, pretty that the, good, but nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're all pretty much, you the know, Chargers. Chargers. I mean, the Chiefs are obviously, you know. I, I, I'd take Chargers. Chargers are consistent, too. Though. I'd, I'd take not. the Chargers, though, in that division. You think, I would. You think they're the best of the West, Luds? I, I do. You think I do right Chiefs? now. I mean, I would, actually, that's not this podcast. All right. All right. We'll get into that later. Well, but anyways, just, um, yeah. I just Oh, do you like guys that. go check that. That's the best of the <laughs> AFC West podcast. That's also available on Spotify. You guys go <laughs> But the Redskins, man, they, they did their thing. You know, Gibson did exactly what they were supposed to do. Heineke played lights out again. Yeah, man, and um, I know I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just taken back by that dirty hit, you know, that the Raiders yeah. did. Oh, uh, George is uh, disgusted. Yannick I know, man. Way. Yeah, dude, that was that's just you know that's that that's that's terrible for the for Washington. That's a big, 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 big loss. Well, to be honest, he ended Logan Thomas's season. Go ahead, Logan. Yeah. To be honest, I think um, they were playing well even without him. You know, uh, they got him back right. last week. He had the injury. Or no, it was a week before, right? They got him back the week before. I think he had a good game. They, yeah, they, they got him. The, yeah. the game that George went to, um, right. the Monday night game against Seattle, he came back. Right, right. Yeah, and they, they won two. Field, dude. They were two. They won two before that, before he got back. I just think they're they're rolling, man. Uh, they're playing well. Uh, it does hurt. That was a bad hit. They're winning games. That's why I keep, That's what I told games. George. I called yeah. George and I said, dude, they're not playing like crazy, like lights out. They're winning games. They're, they're winning finding ways to games. win. And that's dangerous because you're winning games, bro. Under the radar As team. As Herman Edwards once said, you play to win the and, game. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. It doesn't matter how they won, how sloppy it was or nothing. They won, bro. And now, and now, and now they're right, right in Dallas's face, yeah. bro. So, it's so I love yeah. um, Coach Rivera. I talked about it before. I love his post-game speeches in this game. He said, "Nobody, nobody dictates. We decide what happens." It, it kind of it gave me goosebumps, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we dict. Oh, Delhi, sorry, Justin Jefferson almost hit a deep touchdown, but it was incomplete. Do you have a TV, Delhi? Are you seeing? Yeah, Kirk. I got, well, I got I got the big I got on the big screen in the room, but I got on my other phone. Kirk, Ooh, Kirk I got two. Like I'm like Kevin Gates. I got two phones. Well, sorry, guys, we're in a little football <laughs> campaign as well. Kirk Cousins just went deep to Justin Jefferson, who is probably the best wide receiver in football right now. He's top and, five. Uh, it yeah, was yeah, incomplete, he's, he's thankfully. In yeah. For this, he's good. Dude, he's up, dude. He's nasty, bro. Those L, all those LSU receivers. Three? Look at Jamar Chase. Yeah, you put him in the top three. Yeah. I would put him. Yeah, let's go off topic for a second, guys. Let's let, let's let's go our top best receivers in the NFL right now. Who's your top three, Lutz? Man, right now, <clears throat> top three receivers in the I'm league. Put, I'm putting I'm putting Jay. Jay, Jay I got my there. three. I got yeah. my three. I got All right, Dell, you go. Dell, you go. Who you got? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got C.D. Lamb obviously on there. Woo! I got, wow. I got Devontae Adams and I got Cooper Cup. Those those are my three top receivers of the NFL right now. Damn. That's hard. That's hard to beat. Damn, I, I'm I gonna agree with you. Cups been uh, I, murdering it right Cooper now, bro. Cups having, I like Cooper Cups yeah. having a monster year. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Devontae Adams. Yeah, I like Devontae Adams. Um, man, dude, he put me on the spot. Uh, there's so I'm many still good receivers. Doing, I'm still doing DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre I, I Hopkins still, is still in my top three. I love, I love Nuke. Yeah, I like I'm gonna Stephon put Justin Diggs. Jefferson in there, and I'll yeah, I like maybe Stephon not CD Lamb because he be because he got hurt a little bit. But when he's healthy on the field, he's my top three. He sure. he has top three potential, Delia. Yeah. I will say yeah. absolutely, yeah. And, and because yeah. he shares so many targets with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Yeah, dudes, I, dudes I will go Justin Jefferson, um, DeAndre Hopkins, and Devontae Adams in no particular order. Yeah, I I like uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, Man, I, there's so many good receivers. Uh, they are, dude. Man, there are. there's so many good receivers. I, I like Jamar Chase, dude. He's not in my top three, but he's he's impressive. Sure, your top three. I'm thinking just pure talent, man. Like, okay. uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. So, All right, we'll go know. back to receiver in a little bit, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll talk about the Washington receivers. Um, Terry McLaurin, he's certainly um, George would say he's top three, um, but for for this football team, is very important, and he struggled in this game. Uh, he only had three catches over 20 yards. So the football team is going to need uh, Terry McLaurin to step up against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm very excited to watch the matchup with him and Trayvon Diggs, which may be a perfect segue to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team. Uh, I'm, I, I'm very excited. Uh, last year, 
Trayvon Diggs got burnt by Terry McLaurin for a deep touchdown when uh, when they played. <laughs> he missed it. He missed the field. Oh, they they missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, was that a miss? He has a miss. He missed it. That was it. Vikings kicker Greg Joseph for anybody who yeah. has him on fantasy. Just was wide right, so we <laughs> got his 0-0 to game in, uh, in Minneapolis. Um, but you guys probably heard, I went real in-depth with the X's and O's on George about you know uh, players um, who has a better roster. Uh, I think that one of my more intriguing matchups will certainly be Trayvon Diggs or just my Cowboys defensive backs in general versus Terry McLaurin. Curtis Samuel seems to be getting healthy for the football team. He could be a guy to watch for both catching and running the football. Uh, Logan Thomas is out, as we said, but I believe they are getting Ricky Seals-Jones back healthy. So he's going to be a weapon at tight end for Taylor Heineke. Uh, But I think it's going to come down to my Cowboys. So, Like I said, this is going to be our best defensive line we've had the entire season. Neville Gallimore is our best defensive tackle. He'll be making his season debut. Randy Gregory is back from the calf injury. Demarcus Lawrence returned last week. So this is the best that we can do. I'm not saying we are an elite defensive front four at all, but this will be the best version of the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that similar to when we had a healthy team week one in Tampa Bay, we kind of shut down the Bucks running game. Of course, Tom Brady and his elite weapons were our eventual demise, but I think with a healthy defensive front, I think we I don't I don't want to say we're going to shut down Antonio Gibson, but I think we hold the Washington football team to 110, 115 yards rushing. A good effort, but um I don't see a lot of deep runs coming. And if you guys remember last year on Thanksgiving, Antonio Gibson absolutely feasted on us. Had a couple long touchdowns, and that was really what put the nail in the coffin. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup. Ludge, what do you, what do you think? How do you think that that um an average at best Dallas defense matches up against a Taylor Heineke led offense. Or well, are you, <clears throat> are you going to make your pick first? Your pick, or are we Not doing yet. the points? Not yet. All right, just talking the game. Just talking game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> He's got locked up like I'm Fort Knox, you, dude. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you go. You ain't getting in here. Yeah. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> this is, uh, now that I've been getting into the East games every week, like. Uh, this is just almost like just a Bucks game to me, man. Like I am excited to watch this game. You and George Hell talking all yeah. year. This is a I, great. This I, is I a love, great game. I love how they save this game till late in the year like this. Uh, they play to each yes. other twice late. Like um, everyone's getting healthy. I, I love it, man. This game's going to be exciting. Um, I yeah. like how the first game's in Washington. I like how Dallas has to travel in this game. You know, the the hottest me team too. in the league, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't want to give too much away. I kind of want to get into what I want to say stat wise and stuff. Maybe when when we start making our pick. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about this game, man. It's it's I'm, I, is it on no, is it on I cable? I appreciate you guys. Um, is it on regular cable? Do you no, know? No, I do not. No, it's in a one o'clock game. Which which I dude, this is why they need to just let me rant for a second. This is why they need to like. Oh. Have like the first five weeks like set, and then based on what, like who's doing what in the season, how like good the games are, then they need to put the times. You know I what agree. I mean? I like agree. this should not be a one o'clock game. This should, this game should be switched to either a four o'clock primetime game or the night game or well, the uh, Sunday night game. I was you know asking. I, mean? I was asking because so. oh, I have breaking news, guys. I have breaking news here on the NFC East feast on Spectrum Television. At, because the Bucks play the Bills at 425 on CBS, yes, the Washington football team and Dallas Cowboys is on Fox. Yes, so sir. So all of you, you're welcome for an Eat Feast treat. <laughs> yes, sir. I didn't know that. I actually just I just popped on that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, the, I knew the Bucks played at like 4 o'clock, and I knew there'd be a good game on Fox at 1, you know. So, yeah, that's that's exciting. I'm, I'm glad I get to watch this it. This is it. Uh, we don't, yeah. we don't even, you don't got to even leave your couch. I know. I'm couch posted, dude. Yeah, Deli, Deli, a little bit. Let me, let me, let me pick that brain for you as we got the Steelers here. On uh, what do we got? I, I'm feeling pre- Pat Fryermuth. Let's let me get let me get a little move. Patty, move. Patty. Yeah, dude. I love Patty. Yeah, bro. So, Ludge, you got a score? Not yet. Not yet. No. No. You don't, you don't, no, no. Are you, are you, so like, are we all holding in our scores for right now? Like, what, I, well, I, just, I just want you well, to talk a little X's and O's, then we'll get to the. All score. right, so I got, so I got, so I got a couple things here. Um, so Deli, before I you get like into it, before you get into gonna, it, uh, at the end of what you want to talk about, you might as well go into your score, and then me and me and B will bounce back and give our score. I like it. I yeah. Like okay. It. So okay. go ahead. Okay. So this game is going to be a hard knocks game, dude. This is going to be a tough game. Obviously, everybody knows that. I'm just you know, everyone who watches football knows it's going to be a tough play game. 
Um, if Dallas can stop Gibson and make Heineke throw the ball more than 30 times and put yeah. pressure on him and make him win the game, Dallas will win this game. You know what I mean? Dallas will will definitely if they can stop Gibson. But on the other hand, if they can't stop Gibson and they and then they let Washington control the clock and they let Washington just do these dump passes and they let Heineken be doing what he's been doing, right. Dallas is gonna have a tough time, a tough time um winning this game and it's just gonna come down to you know the wire. But I think with the healthy Dallas Coming back, their whole defense is healthy. This and that. I think they will stop Gibson. I think they will. I think they will put the ball into Heineke's hands for him to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Heineken's Heineke's been putting that kind of pressure yet. As Heineken. far as having to go down there to like a last Heineken. <laughs> I said Heineke. It's all right. Didn't I? It's all right. Well, I think you said I, Heineken. I, right I, before I thought Heineke. it's a Heineke. I thought I was saying that's a Heineke. Yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll Heineke. hear it when you go back. <laughs> but anyways, I think Heineke. Yeah, maybe, probably, but I think that they'll put um. You know, make high make make Heineke do you know put under pressure, do like a scoring drive. I don't know if he's ever had a a, a, a last play scoring drive, has he? Or a last a last you know won the game on a on a last minute scoring drive. I just mean, him. He kind of did it just field last goals. week against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, field goals. Yeah, but field goals. Yeah, leading but it down to like, win on a field goal. Know, like That's Dallas how they beat gonna, the Giants. Yeah, right. They're, I feel like Dallas is gonna. I think Dallas is gonna win this game, bro. This is gonna be like a twenty three. I think I'm gonna go in twenty three nineteen Dallas. That's what I'm going with. 19 Dallas. Go ahead. I want to talk a little bit about the intangibles of this game before I give my score. Um, I think special teams, it could come down to that. Um, Something that I don't know if it means a whole lot. Uh, Brian Anger, our punter, leads the league in net punting average. So I like that as far as um, pinning a Taylor Heineke-led offense deep into his own territory. Um, Defense. Uh, George, I think, has a better defense than the Cowboys. I'm not. I'm not going to say that, that the Cowboys have a better defense than the football team, but the football team only has uh, six interceptions the entire season. The Dallas Cowboys have four pick sixes alone, and we have 19 interceptions, which leads the NFL overall. So I think, although George has a better defense, the Cowboys' opportunistic defense is going to be my key to victory, but. We have to shut down Antonio Gibson. Um, I saw Antonio Gibson. He's only the third Washington football player in team history, joining Mike Thomas and Alfred Morris. I love Alfred Morris. To have um, 2,000 scrimmage yards in his first 25 games. So AG is balling, and we need to shut him down. So as you said, Deli, I think we hold the Washington football running game in check. Put this on Taylor Heineke's shoulders, and should I say Taylor Heineke's pocket? Because um, I don't know if you guys knew this. Washington's um, during Washington's four-game win streak, it's been very good for Mr. Heineke's wallet um, because in every every game, <laughs> they ran for the first down. I'm sorry, bro. Big Ben. Big Ben just ben, ran for a first for, down. For first down, five yards for first down. But I think it was a delay of game. Fuck, man. This, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. This four-game win streak has been very good for Taylor Heineke's wallet. Okay. Yeah. Every game that Taylor Heineke plays at least 60% of the snaps and the football team wins, he gets an extra $125,000 a game. Wow. So this little Washington four-game win streak has netted him over half a million dollars. So Heineke is going to play with a chip Money's on Money's a motivator, his, so, bro. Yes. Yeah. Money is a motivator, bro. Yeah. But um, we are going to be the... Bank that does not give out loans, Mr. Heineke. I am sorry. We are going to lock you up, and I've got the Dallas Cowboys forcing a turnover or two, maybe even a pick six, but i got Micah Parsons with a strip sack. I've got at least one defensive, uh, one of my secondary guys getting an interception, and i got the Cowboys on a late Greg Zerline field goal, although I don't trust Greg Zerline. i got the Cowboys 29-27 to 27 will be my final score. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good score. Uh, so uh, the football team hasn't lost the game since Halloween. Uh, that's that Halloween Heineke, baby. Uh, Dallas hasn't won back-to-back games. Yeah, Dallas hasn't won back-to-back games since October. They're going on the road to face Ooh. the hottest team in the NFL. Uh, we all know Heineke's the next coming of the Brett Favre. He wears number four, uh, slinging it like Favre. Uh I think they're going to go out and give it to the Cowboys defense. I agree with you, B, but I actually think it's going to be Washington Hog Mollies 
with a last second field goal. I think Washington. Uh oh. The lone wolf. 24 23 Washington plus four and a half at home. I think the momentum's with Washington. Let's go. The East is going to be on the line the next time they play each other. I think it's going to be a banger in Dallas. Let's go Washington this week. I'm fl- I'm flipping it, man. Let's go. I can't I can't wait for this game, bro. Because I'm telling you, bro. I I have a feeling that Heineke, man, he they're, they're, they shut down Gibson. He he's not going to be. We'll see. Doing what he's been doing. I agree. I agree. I think he will have a turnover or two. You know? I think, like, I think he's going to he's turn gonna it pressured. over. He's going to be. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. That Last defense field is serious, bro. That's Last minute defense. field goal. Yeah. All right. Well, Ludge, not you. Um, so so let's talk about Ludge's shooting real quick. Because, guys, Ludge, you, guys, he was, you know he was a little upset. He said if, if uh, Taysom Hill wasn't in the game that he would have been perfect. But he was 3-1 and one in the NFC East last week. And he had a killer upset parlay um, that was sealed by the Patriots beating the Bills, and he also had the Chargers over the Bengals last week. So Luds once again is over five hundred. He is twenty three and twenty two in the NFC East, and he has an even record. Yes, you're right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Over five hundred in the East, and um, he's got a winning upset parlay. We will we will look forward to this week's upset parlay in just a little bit. But Delhi. Is on the Cowboys. I'm on the Cowboys. And guys, if you heard, George actually is on the Cowboys as well. And the lone wolf Ludlow Let's go, is taking baby. the football team. They're hot. But we got to let you out of here on a low, on a low note. And uh, we will end talking about the New York football giants. And they will be taking on <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers. They have no chance, dude. <laughs> All right. Who has yeah. COVID on Chargers? Yeah, guys. took the words out of my mouth. I, was <laughs> I don't say. care who has I, COVID on the Chargers, I really, They're so bad. I really don't have much to say on this game. I really don't. I think I think the Chargers smoke them. Uh, Chargers are at home. Their favorite minus 10. Minus 10, though, Lutz. I, I like the minus 10, man. Um, I, I got the Chargers 31-10. Swallowing the 10? 31-10, swallowing, Damn, that's, dude. Now, that's ballsy. I don't know about them being by 10. Uh, Giants. The, who are the Giants starting? You All tell right. me who they're starting. You told me earlier in the show. I, I think it sounds from like Mike, Mike Lennon's Jake doing concussion from? protocol. Jake from. It's either, either going to be – their best bet is Mike Lennon. If not, it will be Jake from. Okay. For my fantasy guys out there, I did – I was a little hesitant. I think this is the week that Saquon Barkley finally breaks out of his show. <laughs> I think Saquon busts off a long one. The Chargers, the Chargers run defense has been a little susceptible. They, uh, they allow um, a lot of yards per rush. So I think that Saquon, if you, um, for what it's worth, and the Giants' running game is going to be respectable. And I know the Chargers had a COVID outbreak. They have 11 guys, including both their starting wide receivers. Keenan Allen and Big Mike Williams are on COVID. So, I mean, I don't even know who they're – I believe they're going to start they, a guy. Are they 100% bike. out? Are, are they 100% out? 100% they making, out. They're, so, 100% they're not – okay. They're 100% out. Okay. Yes. So, they're not playing. All right. So I didn't I'm know plus they were 100% 10. out. I am plus 10. I'm still taking the Chargers to win. But I think – that the Giants are going to go, and this game is out west, which doesn't help the Giants. That's a long flight from New yeah. York out to L.A. But I think that they play through the jet lag, play inspired football for Joe Judge, and Jason Garrett's out of the building, so that's got to mean good things. So I think the Giants <laughs> have a respectable loss here. I'll go Chargers 23, Giants 16. I, th- I think this is a low-scoring game. Okay. Well, we're both on the Chargers. We're both on the Chargers. Who do you got, Delhi? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think Herbert's still gonna throw over three hundred yards. I feel like, I feel like he's still gonna do his thing. I feel like it's not gonna be ten. It's gonna be. Um, this is gonna be. I'm going twenty-seven twenty Chargers. You know, the only reason I'm going twenty-seven twenty is I feel like Giants will score a garbage touchdown there at the end. Make yeah, it kind I of like close, it. But I feel like I feel like that the Chargers are gonna still even with even with the COVID outbreak and them it's still like COVID outbreak <laughs> and all this other stuff, you know. I saw her Justin Herbert, you know, we saw him last week against the Bengals, you know. So Elite. Yeah, Elite. dude. I the dude's just he's just a stud. They they need to win this game. They want to stay in this division. I mean, as yes. far as Kansas City, because Kansas City, you know, I forget who they play, but you know they're they're Chiefs on play the Raiders. Roll. Yeah, so they're on a roll. So you know they need to win this game to stay relevant, and especially even in the wild card because that wild card um, race is tight too. So 
Yes. Um, yeah, so I think they'll come out of the win, but like I said, 27-20. Chris Boswell shanks the field goal. So the, the, oh, God, dude, the, I can't get mad at him because he's been hitting field goals for the us field all goal, year, The field goal kickers are 0 for 2 in this game. We still got a 0-0 game on Thursday night between Minnesota and... How the hell do you miss in a dome? <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely won the win. <laughs> yeah. We're going. All right, so, so Luds. <laughs> You are plusing, you're uh, pushing the football team plus four and a half. You're swallowing all 10 of the Chargers. Those are your East Feast picks. Yep. Don't keep us waiting anymore. Send us out with that upset parlay. Uh, so, everyone, I got a three game upset parlay this week, a three banger. Oh. <clears throat> we only have two East Feast games. I figured I'd throw one more upset in there. All right, my first upset of the week, I'm, um, I got the Cincinnati Bengals plus one and a half at home against the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Bengals get it done at home. Um, I think they expose like the Niners. Yeah, I, th- I think they expose the Niners. I think the Niners have played better, you know, over the last uh, month. But I think the Bengals, after coming off that loss, I think they come out tough. I think they do get that game. Bengals plus one and a half. 49ers, 49ers got a banged up running back room. A, a, both, a lot of their top backs are out, so um, that's yeah, a good correct. that's a good pick. Um, I was I know Baltimore hasn't been playing well. I know Delhi's hoping that Cleveland can can beat Baltimore this game, but I do got Baltimore plus two and a half yeah. on the road against Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore hasn't played that well, but I don't think they lose to Cleveland. Baltimore's this week. plus two. Yeah. Baltimore's Bal- plus two? Yeah. Yeah. Two what? and a half. Yeah. yeah. I like that bet. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. What? That's crazy. Yeah. The, yeah, well, Jackson hasn't yeah, played well. <laughs> Jackson hasn't been playing that well, man. Their, uh, their defense know, is strong. I know, but still, bro, they, they, really, they really don't think the Steelers are good because they lost to the Steelers, and all of a sudden they're underdogs to <laughs> yeah. the Browns, bro. The, br- the Browns are coming off a bye week. They're yeah, at home, yeah, still, yeah, I like yeah. The, I like the Ravens outright. Me too. I like I'm the Ravens. Out. I like that. I like that one, too. And for the, the third game special, uh, three-game parlay, I think you can make some good money on this this week, boys and, and ladies. If we got some ladies what listening to the show, uh, I got the Atlanta Falcons plus two and a half at Carolina. I think they go in and get it done against Cam. Uh, Atlanta and Carolina are, I think they're sitting at the same record. I, I could be wrong. I, I think they're five and seven. They're, both, they're all 5-7. Yeah, yeah. The Saints and the Panthers are all 5-7. Um, yep. Atlanta, I think, can come in and win that game. I got that 23-20 that game, actually. I'm taking Atlanta plus 2.5. Uh, but I do think Atlanta wins outright 23-20. So, all right. So, Luds has got the Bengals I like over those, the Niners. Dude. Those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ravens over Browns. And last but not least, I mean, the Panthers and Falcons, that's a rivalry game. Yeah. I think it can go either way. And Cam Newton is so hyperbolic; you don't know what he's going to do. So I, I like I like the Falcons over the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. When he said he's back, oh, he's back. He's the exact same. Uh, yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're back right. to the same the same guy. Yeah. Um, I th- I got cut off. I can't hear. I can't hear you guys. I can hear you. Um, I can hear you. But beat. I appreciate you guys. I can hear you. Delhi's okay, cut. cool. I think we lost Delhi. I think Delhi just got so excited because um, TJ Watt just is coming off the edge, sacking Kirk Cousins. But no, I, I appreciate Delhi um, stepping in. Uh, MVP. Luds, guys, for, for for the hell of it, Luds thinks Luds. Th- oh, and Dalvin Cook is just marching down the field. He looks good. Uh, but I appreciate you, Luds, uh, stepping up again. It was really cool that George is able to make some time. So, me and I, if you guys haven't heard it, please go check out the East Feast um, Showdown special that me and George did. And I hope you enjoyed, enjoyed both episodes this week of the NFC East. <laughs>